at some point is going to need a digital marketing agency. But the number or the percentage of all businesses in the world that need one now becomes super, super small. Hello, Agency Go fam. Welcome to How to Scale an Agency, where we interview top digital marketing agency owners like Abstract Management, One SEO, and U Plus to learn how they scale to $10 million in revenue per year. If you would like to be part of a 200 plus member digital marketing agency owner community, go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up today. Hey everyone, welcome back to How to Scale Your Agency podcast. Today we got a really cool dude, John Darty, founder of Credo, and he's actually servicing you. He's servicing the agency founder, right? So this guy, really cool dude. You're going to have a lot to learn, and he's got a really cool system on actually grading their customers and their clients, something I've never heard on this show. So stay tuned for that. But John, thank you so much for joining, bro. How are you doing today? Jordan, I am doing well, man. I am doing well. It was a beautiful, actually, it's overcast day here in Denver, Colorado, but it's warm, warm for January. So I am doing well today, man. Happy to be on the pod. Awesome. So for everyone that's listening, I actually lived in Denver before I moved to Santa Monica, California. Where, where in Denver are you at? Where uh, my wife and I live just northwest of downtown. So I like to say that the house is just uh, southeast of me. We're knocked out. Uh, we're gone. I could see the skyline from my house. So cool. we're, uh, we're pretty close. I was in Arvada um, yep. for a little bit of time, which is probably yep. in that general area that you are in. Yeah, it's more, right? more Northwest than we are. We, we live in the West Highlands neighborhood. Um, okay. So yeah, Arvada is more, more Northwest uh, on the other side of 70 than we are closer to the mountains, but cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, we, we love it here, man. It's a, it's a great place. So for everyone listening, yep. what do you guys do at Credo? How old are you and what do they need to know coming into this conversation? Yeah. So Credo is a company that I started, man, it's going to be nine years ago. Next month is when I got the first revenue in the door. It was a side project and I was working at an agency and had stopped doing digital marketing uh, consulting or SEO consulting specifically for clients. So basically I started sending leads to friends and then friends started paying me for leads. I started working on it full-time about six and a half years ago, September, 2015, when I got laid off. Um, and basically we work with it's about, we have about 100, 120 agencies, something like that, um, that are kind of getting leads from us every month. About 15 of those are top level. They're paying us a retainer plus commission on work that they close um, on the back end. So we're a small team, about five, mostly based in Colorado. We do have a person in Virginia and a, a developer in Ohio. Um, but other than that, we're, we're in Denver, but we all work remotely, of course. Um, and in the last uh, six and a half years, we've helped over 6,000 companies that are looking to hire a digital marketing um, firm. And we've generated over a quarter billion with a B dollars worth of digital marketing leads for agencies. So we're a small team that we punch above our weight. And yeah, we're, I, I call us a, a tech-enabled productized service. So we're you know, transparent about you know, how much our service costs for agencies. And we custom built our own technology to basically handle the intake, project creation, scheduling, et cetera, on the back end as well. Holy shit, guys. We do we a got, lot. <laughs> we, got, we got John coming into this call, spitting some fucking <clears throat> fire. So you said a lot of things there, but before we actually get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation, you said yeah. we're currently working with over a hundred agencies. And for some people, that's like their mind's blown, right? Yep. So I guess the first thing, what are you guys currently doing on average, like on a monthly level? How big are you guys? So we're around half a million a year in revenue right now. Yeah, so we've we grew pretty well. We've grown quite well through the pandemic over the years, had some different business models and different products and that sort of stuff. 
but kind of hit upon one that, you know, has grown well and makes my team happy, makes my customers happy, makes me happy. So can't really lose when you do all that. And that's what's up. So let's actually dive in. So one of the things I thought that was super interesting that we talked about before we clicked record on this show was your system for grading your clients. Talk about that. Like why, why do you do that? How'd that come about? Like, how does that even help sustain the 115 ish people you have? Yeah. So, so the grading happens on kind of our main agencies that we work with. We call them our pipeline agencies. So it's kind of our top level, a higher monthly subscription, pays as a commission on closed work that we're, we're working with re- really tightly. We have about 120 agencies total in our network. So about a hundred that are getting access to a, a feed of leads um, that we have. So it's, it's free to join. We do have a monthly subscription within that as well, but basically that's a like pay per lead one, onesie twosie sort of thing. Um, and then we have about 15 agencies that we work with directly every month, sending them anywhere from 75,000 to almost half a million in, in sales pipeline every single month. So, and of course that breaks down to, you know, kind of how we calculate pipeline uh, per lead, but you know, we can talk about that if you want to. Basically what we do is before we bring an agency in, we vet them, right? So we vet them across results, professionalism, and culture. Those are the three that we look at, right? So can they show us they're getting results for their clients? Can they show us they're professional and how they do it, right? So we we ask for either a monthly report or communications with a client, a proposal, something like that. Um, And basically what we're looking for is we're looking for things like free of, uh, you know, it's like, it's well formatted. It makes sense. They're a good writer. It's free of typos and grammar, you know, grammar mistakes and that sort of stuff. Um, and then culture, are they good people? So we talk to them on the phone, get to know them a little bit and make sure that we actually want to work with them as well, right? Because if we don't want to work with them, why would we send leads to them? And so the grading them actually came uh, around because I've talked to a lot of agency owners or just honestly agency coaches that are like, oh yeah, you should fire the bottom 10% of your you know customers every single year. And I'm like, well, that like we, we don't do that, A, but you can only do that if you actually know who the bottom 10% are, right? Is it just like flavor of the week? Who's being annoying that week? Or is it actually like based off of something more robust? So we actually have a grading system, one to 10, that we that within each one of those, we actually have 10 to 12 different things that we grade them on, um, you know, so results like, you know, have we heard anything negative about, you know, about them from someone that they signed with? Did they like, you know, professionalism? Did they, you know, ghost a lead that, did they not show up to a, a lead call that we, that they confirmed scheduled, right. And didn't let anybody know like that sort of thing. So we look for these things because really we only want to send leads. We only want to send leads that we have talked to, right. That we consider our clients as well while they're looking to hire we only want to send them to the best people. And so if someone is like repeatedly kind of going against, you know, different things, not listening to feedback, like that sort of stuff, we've had issues before where a client that I was their main point of contact and then I hired people, right? And I, I'm all about hiring a diverse um, team. Um, so I am the only white male at my company and I'm very proud of that. Um, so we've had agencies in the past that would not respond to women, emails from women that I hired. So guess what? They stop getting, you know, six figures of leads from us every single month because I just don't, I don't put up with that. So that's the sort of thing that, that we do. Um, so it's basically on like a 30 point scale, actually it's a 50 point scale. Um, and so like two is doing, is, is good, is doing really well, right? Exemplary one is like, yeah, they're, you know, like super satisfactory. Zero is like, they're kind of doing what they need to be doing, but they're going to the like negative ones, negative twos, not showing up to calls. You know, we're getting uh, bad feedback from, you know, people that we've matched them up with you know, we, we tend to turn them out because we don't have a problem getting agencies that want, you know, six figures worth of leads every single month. Coolest thing I've heard on this show ever. (laughs) Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. It doesn't feel special in the moment, but I'm glad to hear that it's something that most people don't do. No, I've never heard an agency doing that period. I've heard of, you know, rating, but to your level 
of the different qualifiers. I especially love like that you're vetting for culture fit, like, especially yeah. like you said, one that I've never heard. I'm the only white male in my company. And, you know, this is something I'm passionate about. I spoke with someone last month about, you know, my brand and how I could, like, she got onto my site. She's like, you have a white man website. I'm like, fuck, that's not yeah. good. She's like, yeah. you're telling me you want to represent the ecology and growth of all people and you want to help other communities. But when I look at this, I think the only person you're appealing to is a white, a white male agency owner. I'm like, that's amazing yep. feedback. How do I change it? Right. So I really appreciate yep. that you guys are leading and vetting like, Hey, like, can we actually send you anyone? And are you going to be ecological and respectful and do good work and represent our brand. Well, that's, I think the system's exactly. great, but that's just, you're thinking, you're thinking in a really amazing way. And I just appreciate it. So I want to call that out. And Thank you. I have a few questions based on the system. And then just, I want to go broader after that. How does yeah. this impact your experience as an agency? Like you're fulfilling a lot of accounts. A lot of agencies would need a lot of time to be able to scale to 115 and you and do it in a good way. Like you're saying we're adding 75K to 100K in pipeline every month. I mean, just based on 100 and adding 100K per month, right? Like we can easily do the math there. Like you're yeah. adding some serious numbers in pipeline per month, about a million dollars. Yeah. About a million, 10 million in pipeline every month on average to your clients, right? So- Well, so it's, to, remember it's the top like 15 that we're doing that for. So really it's about it's about two to two and a half. And then all the other leads coming through, like our paper lead feed, is that's another couple million. So it's about four, probably three and a half to four a month. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? It's a lot, yeah. So how does this system impact your ability to fulfill? <laughs> it helps us to focus on the really good ones, right? Because we're not like, we're not kind of at the, you know, we're not going for hyper growth. Like obviously like I, you know, I want to grow. Um, you know, want the company to grow, but it helps us to focus down on the really good ones and to double down on the ones that are actually really see, seeing success. And that tends to be the ones that stick around for longer. You know, they're asking for more pipeline, like they're they're wanting more leads because they're seeing success. We're a good fit for them. They're a good fit for us. And so, you know, it actually works out. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Parado's principle, right? The 80-20 principle. Um, I actually like, I actually joke that someday, actually not really joke. I'm pretty serious about it. That someday when I like retire from starting companies, I'm actually going to write a book about Parado's principle because it just like, it shows up everywhere in life. Um, but this really lets us focus on the ones like we, we find that, you know, 80% of our, like not 80% of our revenue, but at least 80% of our happiness, a good chunk of our revenue, more than like the, the total number that it is comes from our top, you know, 20% agencies, our most engaged, our top paying, et cetera. And then the vast majority of our like kind of annoyance, right? With running a business, we all have annoyance with, you know, certain customers and that kind of thing comes from the ones that are paying us the least. Um, and so this allows us to kind of get those out. And then we bring someone in that's paying us the same amount, but they're way better to work with. Then, you know, everyone's kind of quality, quality of life gets better. So we actually see it as doing a service to them, to our customers and to us, by being willing to do that and just say like, Hey, you're good people. Like I trust that you're good people. Maybe you're not, but like, I trust that you're good people. If you at least like got through our initial like process to working with us, you're a decent person or at least have a, are able to, you know, present that you are, but, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's just kind of bar none. Uh, but then like, we only want to work with great people and we can say like, Hey, like this isn't a good fit, you know, or it's not a good fit anymore because the point of contact change, right. That, that happens to agencies all the time. Um, you know, I think of us as a productized service, not a marketing agency. We're more of a service, right? A lead generation service, I guess. But a point of contact, you know, comes in. 
a client that's been great. And then, you know, director of marketing leaves and a new one comes in and they just fire everyone because they want to bring in their own agencies, right? Like I saw it happen when I worked at agency side, when I worked as a consultant running this business with agencies being our customers, it happens. And I think actually we need to be willing to say like, you know what, this is no longer working for us. And so like, I'm happy to refer you somewhere else, but this isn't a good fit for us anymore. And so, you know, I'm going to end our contract at that, you know, this point in the month. And it takes cojones to do that, right? As a, as a business owner, because you're turning away that revenue, which is why you need your own pipeline that's strong to bring in new customers as well. I remember when I was first starting to scale my agency, I felt like I was running in a million different directions. And I was eventually able to scale my agency twist to $1.7 million per year in revenue, but not until after I had wasted so much time and money through trial and error. This is why I launched our Agency Go community, the digital marketing agency community I never had. For only $19 per month, you get access to over $100,000 in deals, discounts, tools, and resources to scale your agency. I will also personally teach you how to grow your agency through our group masterclasses. What are you waiting for? Go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up for our membership today. If after 30 days, your head is not exploding with value and you do not feel like you know everything you need to know to run your agency, I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. Again, that's grow.agencygo.io to sign up today. I love it. I, I'm a big believer in the Pareto's principle. You know, my, one of the big books that really taught me how to think was The One Thing. I don't know if that's yeah. what you've ever read, yeah. but I mean, basically the one thing, the entire concept is on Pareto's principle, right? What's the one thing yeah. you can do, hence by doing, will make everything else easier or unnecessary. Yeah. And I believe it. I talk about it yep. with clients. I talk about it on the show, right? And it's yep. everywhere. Stress, happiness, like wealth, poverty. Yep. So yep. I think this is really instrumental just to what I'm hearing. By having this system, it allows you to focus on the right clients, keeping you guys happy, allowing you to focus on who's making the most money. And then if it's not working, you could split, which has a lot of other implications on the back end, which is awesome. Absolutely. Yep. Cool. So- because we have a lot of agencies listening, and I'm also curious, they're like, oh shit, this guy, John, sounds pretty dope. I might want to hire him. Like, how is it that you guys are actually getting leads and filling up pipeline for, I mean, 100 clients is a lot to do that for. I'm thinking about the systems, just being an operator. Uh, my background's with Amazon, John, right? So I'm a, yep. and I was actually in the Denver Fulfillment Center, believe it or not, right? So, yep. At yep. One, like 2018, so four years ago. But, I'm just curious for you, how do you deliver? What's the actual like process? But like, how are you fulfilling at that many clients? Because that's wild to me. I think in terms of scale as well, like I'm a big systems and processes guy also. Like I, I, can, I can hustle and get new things off the ground, but then I want to systematize it and make it as simple as possible to be able to do it. Um, I worked for Zillow for two years. So I was leading SEO on two of their properties. Like I mean, eight to nine figures worth of URLs and Google's index like sort of level. So like you can't think small in that case, right? Like the stuff that's actually going to move the needle on like this multi-billion dollar a year business is going to be like the stuff that affects vast majorities of the website, right? And just like changes made at scale that that do positive things. So I, I think about that as well. So I mean, it's, it's funny because I get asked this question a lot by uh by people like how are you generating you know how are you generating leads um you know the, all these like high value digital marketing leads honestly we do the same things that agencies should be doing that most agencies are not doing 
So it's kind of an arbitrage business in that way. And I actually have like a course that teaches people how to do this. We call it our accelerator course. Agencies go to getcreator.com slash pros, P-R-O-S, and it's linked from there. Um, it's a live like accelerator course that I taught and then just made it into a whatever scalable, you know, um, just pre-recorded thing. But basically we're doing our own SEO. We're doing Google ads. I'm getting on podcasts. I'm speaking at conferences, like all that. It's all the stuff that agencies should be doing for themselves to generate leads that they're just not. Sometimes because they don't know to, sometimes because they're just mired in doing the work, right? Or because they can't fulfill it. They can't, you know, a challenge we've seen recently is a lot of agencies are having trouble hiring people. So they're not able to get more leads because they can't hire the people to fulfill them. You know, common like challenge that we're seeing these days, but you know, I'm, I'm all about setting up those, setting up those systems. So we get a lot of our leads through search, a lot of our leads through SEO, because that's my background, a lot of them through Google ads, you know, and then we have some other like systems set up for advertising on different, like really like retargeting set up on different like networks that once we earn that first click, we get them to our site. Then we follow them around the internet because I genuinely believe, and I think a lot of agencies need to take this into account. Every business in the world at some point is going to need a digital marketing agency. But the number or the percentage of all businesses in the world that need one now that have the budget that that have the system set up internally to actually be able to work well with an agency that have the budget to put towards this thing to make it a success becomes super, super small. So we need to get in front of as many people as possible, right? That like are going to need the thing that we need and then have kind of the, the processes set up to keep in front of them, to keep in touch with them so that when they do get to the point where they're ready to hire an agency or they need to hire an agency or they think they need to hire an agency, they're coming and they're talking to us. So we've got, you know, I've kind of built out the full ecosystem of marketing here, not just the like acquire someone to our website, but also the like, how do we get them to come back? How do we get them to download a lead magnet? How do we keep in touch with them? Then how do we make the ask to get them to raise their hand? You know, if they're looking to hire right at certain times during the year, when we know people are more likely to be hiring right after Labor Day, end of the year slash beginning of the year, and then April before they all go on vacation. Those are the times. So, you know, we have those systems set up to get people to raise their hands, you know, to say that they're looking to hire. So that's how I think about it. And you're a great marketer because of it, right? And I, <laughs> I think try. it's interesting. I think that you have one of the unique perspectives, just based on where you're at. I don't find that a lot of agency owners are able to think in terms of the funnel, pipeline, closing, bringing on new deal side and doing that for their clients and the systems and fulfillment. I, I rarely yeah. find both, right? I've had someone on the podcast, yeah. I had someone on the podcast a, a week or two ago that was really good on the back end, but you know, they're not naturally great on the front end, but they've been able to scale their business over 20 years, right? So yeah. Yeah. word of mouth was yeah. their main was their main part of the funnel. You're able to do it holistically. Sounds like you right. got seven, eight, nine probably sources that you guys get leads, and then you're able to curate that down to the your people. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Let's say we, we do have an audience of a lot of younger agency owners. Okay. If we were to boil using and leveraging Prado's principle, if we're to boil yep. everything that you've said on this conversation yep. down to the one piece of advice based on scaling your agency to this point with the systems, with the funnels, with everything, what's like the yep. most important thing you wish you knew or you, you want them to know just starting their agency? So I, I don't think we've actually talked about it yet. So what the advice that I would give to young agency owners, especially, and a lot of agencies that I see that I see start are started by people that are good marketers themselves, right? They're like, I'm, I'm doing services or they've heard that agencies are a good business to run. I think agencies are horribly hard business to run um, and not super fun. But you know, a, a lot of people that start it, they start it because they have, they're good at doing the services 
And then they have too many people wanting them to do the services for them. So they decide to start an agency to scale. That is a recipe for disaster. You have to build in the time to work on the business, not just in the business, right? E-Myth right there. Um, if you haven't read the E-Myth Revisited, fantastic book, like read it. I've probably read it half a dozen times. It's phenomenal. So if you're a young business owner, you need to read that book um, to kind of to set up the processes. It'll do you really well, especially as an agency owner. But what I do is I, I very tightly manage my own time. So I build in time every single day to go for a walk. I go on at least a 30 minute walk every single weekday, 30 to 45 minutes. I did 75 hard um, last fall, which really like set me up, set me in some really good like processes, kind of got me back on track in a lot of ways. So I, that is my time to, to listen to audiobooks, to think, et cetera. And I come away, like if you get a lot of ideas in the shower, try taking walks. You're going to get so many more ideas, like walks. I just pull up my notes app and I just take notes as I'm going. And I come back with so many ideas that have moved my business forward really well in the last like four to six months. So you need to create that time. And then I also build in time in my calendar to say like, all right, now I'm working on this thing. Now I am like, I, I literally write in writing to like, like on my calendar, I schedule it in to like finish this blog post to get it published tomorrow, like that sort of thing. So the more that you can get outside of uh, just like doing work for clients, which by the way, the best way to clear up your time is to raise your hourly rate, right? If you can raise your hourly rate by, by 30%, you need, you can work 30% fewer hours in order to make the same amount of money type of client. You're going to, is going to change sales might get a little bit more challenging, et cetera. But if you raise your rates, which most uh, agencies and consultants need to, most agencies and consultants are, are under the industry average. We have a pricing guide, a pricing survey that I do every two years. Um, that I think the average right now is $141 an hour. So if you're charging less than $141 an hour, you are charging less than the than market rate average. That's not median, that's average, right? So the, the median is even higher. So if you raise your rates, then you're able to get more, more space in your, uh, in your day. You can afford to hire more people and you're going to have more time to think about the systems and processes that you need to set up in order to get more leads to sell them in to keep on growing your agency. So that's Damn. the number one thing that a young, a young agency owner should do. Damn, so to recap, they should be... One, reading the e-myth and the e-myth revisited. Two, yes. learning, how, learning, in my words, how to time block, to work on the business, work on themselves yep. and grow. And then three, just simply like organizing their their offer in a way yep. that, you know, you'll, you'll get less clients, but you're going to be priced at a higher point. So you won't actually have to work as much, right? And, if, and when fewer, you do work as much- Fewer clients, fewer clients, fewer hours, higher margins. And also if you- don't need to sign every single lead that comes in. Or you don't need to sign a ton of clients in order to actually make what, to, what your business needs to make. Revenue-wise, you need fewer leads. <laughs> so it's going to take you less time, right? Things just get better. They just get easier when you, you know, so like number one, raise your rates. Number two, read the e-myth. Number three, start taking walks and thinking about this stuff and building in the time that so you can actually execute upon building your business to work on it, not in it. Bang. Awesome. So John, People are fired up after this dope conversation. They want to get in touch with you. They want to hire you. Where can they find you and how can they get in touch? Yeah. So Credo is my business, getcredo.com. So uh, if, you, if you're an agency owner, go to getcredo.com slash pros, P-R-O-S. And our various offerings are there, including you can buy an hour of my time to consult with you on lead gen and sales. I've done it for hundreds of agencies. I love doing it. You know, I helped agencies grow from low six figures to low seven figures, helped one agency grow from 700K to 4.2 million in a year over the last three years. So I know what I'm doing. And then Twitter is the best place to get in touch with me online at Doherty, J-F, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y-J-F. If you want to email me, John, J-O-H-N at getcreator.com. Happy to hear from you. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for tuning in and we will be in touch, my friend. Cheers. Sounds good, Jordan.